Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. Did you say it's time? Say tell me why you have to make me so constipated. Cause right now I'd do anything to just get my bowels evacuated. Might be my favorite intro of all time. I love that song. That's <laughs> great. It's, it's a classic, you know. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Freaking love it. How you doing, Rebecca? I'm doing great today. Are you? Yeah. Good. Me too. Well. I'm not constipated. I was, you know, I was doing better before I, uh, you know, got some, uh, got some old Starbucks, got a drink, which I appreciate. Yeah, I got one for you too, and I forgot to ask for almond milk, oh. which means actually uh, I'm not constipated. It's quite the opposite. It's the opposite issue. Yeah, so uh, I might be taking an actual bathroom break sometime. Not in the again, middle of this. Yeah. Nathan. You've got to make it through. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I can hold it. You know, I can hold pee for quite a while, but poop—that's a totally different ball game. Are you already feeling the stirring? Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. I was feeling the stir. I was feeling the stirring whenever I opened up my cup and go, "Oh, I forgot to ask for almond milk." But you drank it anyway. But I drank it anyway because you know I'm a trooper, uh-huh. and that drink was like five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. How's everything sound in your headphones right now? Is it good? Yeah, everything sounds okay. great. I feel like I can't hear myself. Okay. I keep turning up my uh, my my headphones, which, by the way, I have my own headphones this week. Yay! so good, dude. Ah, oh, so good. If you missed the last podcast, you can go back. What was that last podcast called? Uh... Was it, it wasn't hurting cats. It was no. uh, right. So it was the last one. Right. So you could just go. This is the twenty. Last one. This is twenty-one. I think yeah. the other one was twenty. Our podcast is old enough to drink now. Yay! So we're <laughs> celebrating with Starbucks. Right. Yeah. Uh, gosh, I haven't listened to that whole last podcast. By the way, it's the first one that I haven't listened to the entirety of before, like coming back in to record the next episode. You know. You know, I think it's the same case for me. Oh, it was the Father's Day one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, your your dad advice or something. Yes, like that. yeah, because uh, we took everybody's advice that their dads had given on Facebook and uh, played a little game with it. Yeah, it was fun. I think kind of. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, I stopped listening to that podcast right about the halfway, right where uh, the old poop nails. <laughs> I, I literally turned it off. I was listening. I, and I was like, I can't do this. Nope. I forgot. I talked about, uh, yeah, at the time I got poop underneath my fingernails and how I compare every bad day to is it as bad as that day? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I do not like thinking about that still. I feel bad for everybody who did listen to that. <laughs> uh, don't like it at all. So that's uh, that's that. We've got a big show. We actually, I did show prep. I was going to say we did show prep, but Rebecca always does show prep. It's just me. I did less than you today. Like you, you planned ahead. You got here early and you came with drinks 
and you plan the show. Yeah. I'm so impressed. Speaking of which, I was going to be here even earlier, but I, I did go by Starbucks, and there was a stupid long line. That happens. Ridiculously long line. Every morning at Starbucks. And so uh, so I sat there, and I uh, I sat there, and I sat there, and I sat there until I finally got to order. Speaking of which, they have a camera on their uh, their drive through so you can see the uh -huh. person taking your order. Totally cool. I don't know why. It I felt doesn't like I had freak a you out at all? No, I felt like I, I had a, a connection it. with that person. Like, he could see me, but I knew he could. Like, I like keeping it a surprise, like, until I get to the window. No. It was like... At that point, by the time like another ten minutes had passed, and I was actually at the window, I was like, "Hey, I saw you recently." You know, I felt like I had that connection with the guy. That's cool. So when you got your drink, right? So I ordered. I got Rebecca her her drink, and I got myself a mocha. Speaking of which, I got uh, a du double. I said double double the espresso. What I meant to say was one extra because. The, What's the, the difference? Well, they had two in there, so if I said okay. an extra, oh. they would have put just an over three. <laughs> you got so, like four. Yeah, I got four shots of espresso in my system running through right now, so we're gonna see how that goes. <laughs> um, and so I was like, whatever, yeah, I'll I'll get the four, and then uh, I pull up to the window, and I did, by the way, uh, like I mentioned, forgot to get almond milk, and so. By this time, it's already been 10 minutes that I've been waiting. Mm -hmm. I figured you were going to be at the studio like, where's Nathan? I thought he was going to get here early. Because mm -hmm. um, that's how I talk. Right. That's exactly how she talks off the mic, guys. That's really weird. But uh, so I, I just accepted the drink and just accepted my fate of. Even though you knew what it was going to do to you. Right. You couldn't just like go inside because it's a lot shorter line if you just go inside. Yeah, and I always feel bad whenever I like do have to like send something back because I feel like, like especially in that case, because it's like I didn't, you didn't do anything wrong. It was all on me. It's me and not you. It's me and not you, okay? Yeah. Um, but could you remake this drink or whatever? I hate that so bad. Yeah, I have an issue with that as well. I, I don't like returning food, especially if it was my fault. Like you had to return my food for me once when I, because I forgot to order gluten-free bread and I, I definitely can't eat it if it's not gluten-free. So I was like, it's fine. I don't need to eat. I'll just have the pickle. It's cool. And you're like, no, no, you need to eat. So you went and took the food back for me. And in that case, it was easier because I was doing it for somebody. It was like, <laughs> hey, my friend forgot to order this. <laughs> I don't know, she's too embarrassed to even come inside. Like, it's you totally didn't goofy. say that. Uh, yeah, no. Um, so in that case, it was easier. But my question is, like, how do you send food back? Like, let's say, let's say you're sitting down at an Applebee's, you know, uh -huh. and you, you order food. And it's not exactly what you had in mind, or maybe like maybe you ordered the wrong thing, or maybe they made it wrong, or whatever. Like, how often do you send stuff back before you just accept it? Well, USA Today had an article out that talks about how to send your food back in a less awkward way, and so they're providing some tips here. This is really helpful. 
I also don't like sending food back because I'm, I've am i heard that sometimes they do stuff to your food when you send it like back. Like spit in it? Yeah, and I don't want to risk that, but sometimes you just have to send it back. I wonder how so often that actually happens. Here's what they're saying. First off, be kind. Don't like throw a fit about it. Like, I said I wanted two pickles and you only gave me one. I want the entire thing remade right now. Right. You need to be nice about That's- it. Hey, I am so sorry, but... This has blah, blah, blah on it. And I really, I asked for this. Just be nice about it. You know, that you can catch sense. more flies with honey than, what's the other half of that? Uh, than with a uh, salt gun. Okay. You I don't know? think that's it. Oh, okay. I, I don't know if I've ever heard that. You, you catch, catch more, more flies you, with honey. Than can without honey. Gosh, what is the rest of that? You can catch more flies with honey. Then you can uh, bears. Maybe that's the only part of the saying. You can catch more flies with honey. You can catch Maybe more flies it. with honey than you can catch. Is it vinegar? Uh, vinegar? Yeah, than with vinegar. No, um, you can catch more flies with honey than with with flies water. You can only go one one at a time with that guy. Unless unless you're really skilled. Unless you're really good. And there or there's a lot of flies. Anyway. Okay, so first of all, you need to be nice when be you're sending polite back your food. Also, do it as soon as possible because if you're like two-thirds of the way through your meal already and then you decide you want to send it back, they get a little more frustrated at that point. Like, you've almost eaten the entire thing and now you want a new meal? It's basically like you're just asking for more food. Ooh, yeah, that's a good call. I... And see, that's that's another thing. Like, I, I I guess you just said it. Send it back like as soon as possible. But like sometimes, you know, you get like, what do you do if you're halfway through something and you're like, oh gosh, this is raw. You know. Well, I mean, just be nice about it. <coughs> you should okay. So is this one or the it's other, always or is a, this an all of the above? It's an all of the above. I mean, it's situational. But I always like when I used to eat meat. I would always cut my steak right away so I could tell if it was too rare and mm. if I needed a little more heat on the steak, which in my case was often because I don't like to see blood in my food, especially when it like spills out into the potatoes, like the mashed potatoes. Bloody and then your mashed potatoes. Mash, yeah, and then your mashed potatoes are soaking up blood. Mm. I'm not cool with that. Ooh, I yeah. don't like that. A little protein in here. Is there <laughs> protein in blood? I. I would guess there is. Protein. That's a good question. Protein potatoes. Just squeeze a little blood in there. <laughs> just a just a little a little I drop think or two. There's already protein with the butter that's in the potatoes and butter does not have protein. Yes, it does. No. What? I think it does. No, it's a fat. Butter have protein. <laughs> there's no way butter has protein in it. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, while you're looking up that, here's another tip in returning your food. Give a specific reason. So, with your double shot espresso latte, whatever, you can go in and say, Hey, I'm really sorry. This is my fault. I forgot to ask for almond milk, but I'm lactose intolerant. I'm going to push up my glasses when I say, I'm lactose intolerant. And then I'm sure they would be more than happy to remake it for you. But in the back of their head, they're like, then why the freak didn't you yep. order that in yep. the first place? They're, they're probably thinking no, that. No, we just but wasted I think, this drink. I think they'd rather have you have the right 
thing than have the to r- be runs. unhappy with the wrong thing. Mm, I don't right? know about that. That's assuming they care about me as a human. <laughs> uh, by the way, butter. <clears throat> you're right, Rebecca. Butter <gasps> does have feel- protein. An entire stick has one gram of protein. There you go, but it has protein still. You know, a little pre-workout, maybe eat 64 (laughs) sticks of butter. Get that protein in your diet. Mm. I just like the words that I'm right. You want a protein shake? Make a regular shake. Put 32 sticks of butter in your regular (laughs) shake. That'll do it. That'll give you all the protein you need. My daughter, Grace, used to just eat sticks of butter. Like We had to keep them up high so that she couldn't get to them because she would just tear. I mean, she would peel the wrapper like a banana and then just (laughs) eat the butter. That's so gross. Oh, it was. It was so gross. I'm so glad that she's out of that phase. Yeah. Marion used to eat mayonnaise sandwiches, which was Miracle Whip sandwiches. Zacchaeus used to eat ketchup sandwiches. That's so gross. I don't yeah. like condiments. <laughs> okay, so uh, what what do we have here? You got to be nice. You got to give a specific reason. Did you touch that one yet? Yeah. Get I touched it. on all of them. Okay, well, We're was, set to go. I was we know focusing how to on pro- the butter. <laughs> we know how to properly return our food now. Speak up soon. Give a specific reason and be polite. That basically gives them nothing to argue against. Like, you know, what are they going to say? Uh, it's been too long. Nope. Spoke up too soon or d- just in the right They don't have time. to say anything. They can just spit in it and return it back to you. Right. But most most establishments probably don't do that. I'm trying to think if I've ever eaten somewhere that they would actually spit in your food. You know, like what? How would you know that? I don't know. By the looks of the staff. You don't think they do that at oh, Perkins. Oh, because you're being all judgy 100%. about the staff. Well, Yeah. What does a person <laughs> what does a person who spits in your food look like, Nathan? Uh they've gotta have really, really active saliva glands. <laughs> you know They're you ever, already drooling. You ever look at somebody and you go, Wow, they probably spit a lot. They're just waiting for something to right. spit in. They're locked and loaded, just ready for a target, which is your food. Gross. Speaking of food, okay, we're getting off that. <laughs> Speaking of food, the Minnesota State Fair is going to be going down. I don't know when. Oh, uh, August 22nd to September 2nd. So in 64 days. So Boy, if we you're are going ta- through Minnesota during that time. Yeah, we were talking about this early, but we you got to get ready because yeah. if you're going to the Minnesota State Fair, start dieting now because the food they have here isn't exactly on the healthy side. Well, that's not necessarily true. There's a lot of things that aren't on the healthy side, but they've got all this new food. Okay, when I think of state fair, I grew up in Iowa, and when we had a state fair, it was a lot of really unhealthy stuff, and it was also the really traditional stuff. That wasn't where we went to try new foods. That was where we went to try the foods that mom normally wouldn't let us have, and it was also really expensive. So we yeah, all which, usually didn't get it. It's always, I, I don't, yeah, fair food. I never got fair food unless I was working at the, like the concession stand yeah. at the fair. And then it was like, oh, here's your lunch break. Have a walking taco, that kind of thing. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? I spent a lot of time at fairs growing up. You and I worked a fair, was it last year? 
Oh, the Missouri State Fair? Yeah, where we got those chips. Oh, that's true. The new Lay's, uh, what was it? Was it? Pickle? No, uh, no, 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 no. It was. Was it fried pickle? Fried pickle. That's right. Frickles. Okay. Frickle. Frickle chips. Yes. So they were handing these bags out for free. So Nathan and I kept taking turns taking trips down there. And then we were asking for more chips for somebody else that was with us. We ate a lot of chips. We ate a lot of But they chips. were really, really good. So that's the first time I've tried new food at a fair because that's literally the place they chose to introduce those chips. And they were in stores for a little while and now we can't find them. And yeah. they were really good. Um, the, the, I feel like those chips are healthy in comparison to some of this stuff. For instance... And these, actually, I kind of want to try. Fried tacos on a stick. The stick kind of freaks me out. The stick is a weird add-on, I admit. Like, if you were just to hand me a fried taco, I'd be like, this looks delicious. But the fact that they put it on a stick, I feel like they're trying too hard. You know? Yeah. But, I mean, it's all smothered and stuff, so it's it's like you can't really hold it with your hands. So I right. guess the stick comes in handy. But I'd rather have, like, a wax paper thing that it's sitting in. Out of it, yeah. Uh, this one looks relatively normal. A jammin' brisket grilled cheese. So it's like a peanut butter and jelly no. with brisket and grilled cheese. It's like a grilled cheese with brisket and pepper jack. Slow smoked brisket, red onion jam. I guess the uh, see peanut butter and jelly. Right. Cheddar and pepper jack cheeses and RC's hot barbecue sauce. Here's my problem with this, Rebecca. RC Rebecca Crockett. Are you ready? Hot barbecue sauce. Are you ready for this? It's called the Jammin' Brisket Grilled Cheese. What is a grilled cheese, Rebecca? It's bread with cheese grilled. And what is a melt? Uh, a melt? Um... A melt, Rebecca? <laughs> a melt is made pretty much the same way as a grilled cheese, but you have other stuff other than the cheese. Grilled cheese is bread, maybe butter or mayo, whatever you choose to put on the, the sides that you're, you're grilling on, and cheese in the middle that's bread and cheese, grilled cheese. Anything added to that makes it a melt. This is not wow, you a jammin' really brisket about this. grilled cheese. This is a jammin' brisket melt. Well, dang it, they got it wrong. <laughs> Jeez, you should go tell them. Dude, I'm gonna file a complaint against freaking RC's BBQ. Okay, Nathan, Let I'm legit your... excited about <gasps> this one. Taco cone? It's carnitas with a sesame grilled ginger sauce, cabbage, lime, and queso fresco topped with green onion and sour cream and served in a deep fried cone shaped tortilla. Oh tortilla. my gosh. Yeah, look at the picture of this. Like you oh. just hold it in your hands and you eat it. And that looks. It's like an ice cream cone, but it's a taco. Yes. I really like that idea. That one looks really good. That one actually, that is fair food. You can walk, if you can walk around and eat it, that's fair food. You know what I'm saying? Okay, then there's the popular deep-fried dilly dog. Our which, friends at uh, Star 88 in Albuquerque, which rest <laughs> in pieces. Rip in peace, guys. no longer hosting that show. Um, they tried the dilly dog. It's a pickle stuffed with bratwurst dipped in battered, batter. Dipped in batter and deep-fried. It's, it's like a corn dog, but with a pickle stuffed with sausage. It's weird that Ooh. it's a pickle stuffed with sausage. And yeah. not the other way around. Okay, this sounds really good. Feta bites. Deep fried Greek pasta dough stuffed with feta cheese, cream cheese, and Dino's Greek seasoning served with creamy olive tapenade. 
This sounds way too uh, fancy for a fair. It does. I was I was scrolling through here and I was like, okay, Nathan, there's literally nothing I can eat until I get to this little guy. Grilled soda sandwich. <laughs> Cinnamon nut butter with Minnesota blueberry marmalade served warm on Irish soda bread. Gluten-free and dairy-free. So there you go, Nathan. Gluten you and dairy-free. Well. Yeah, dude. The thing that I want least on this menu is the thing I can eat. Welcome to my life. Uh, that's the thing you want. Le- here's here's the thing I want least. Okay. They're Nordic waffles and pebbles, and then they have uh, and Bam Bam and Al Pastor. <laughs> okay, they have three different of these waffle things. You ever seen uh, Elf the movie? Yeah. This looks like something Buddy the Elf would make. <laughs> it's literally a waffle. Folded in half and stuffed with Reese's Pieces and Fruity Pebbles. Oh, gosh. And, like, something else. Oh, I'm looking at this. I'm getting nauseous right now. Can you imagine? Okay, imagine. It's like 103 degrees out. Yeah, you're walking around. You got the butt sweat. (laughs) Okay? And you're, like, really hot. But you know what I want? I want to just wreck my entire body. Let's go get a Nordic waffle with freaking Reese's Pieces. This is... But who ordered this? It's like a waffle taco full of candy and cereal. Oh, this doesn't even look half good. Like, this isn't even something you would make at, like, a, a sleepover. You know? This, this <laughs> Where is, you just start mixing a ton of stuff right? together. This is like you go over to a sleepover and it's like, hey, guys, we're making our own waffles. And then the, the, the kid that's addicted to sugar that everybody, like, is like, that, that kid is insane. Uh-huh. He's over there making this thing. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yes. It's literally Buddy the Elf. And everybody has to try it because, I mean, it's stuffed with sugar and you had a sleepover. So everybody tries it and everybody regrets it immediately. Okay, Nathan, tell me what comes to mind when I read the title of this one. Warm Cheesecake Tart. <laughs> I've had a few of those in my day. <laughs> Warm Cheesecake Farts. Mmm. <laughs> Speaking of walking around in 103 <laughs> degree weather, let's get some warm cheesecake farts. <laughs> tarts. Right. They're tarts, not cheesecake farts. <laughs> it's the fact that they're warm that makes it worse. Oh, gross, dude. Like, half these don't even look good. The jam and brisket uh, melt, that one looks decent. You know, I could maybe try that. There's a grilled soda sandwich, which is cinnamon nut butter and Minnesota blueberry. You already read this. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, that one okay. looks good. That was the one that I not that excited about that? that I could. I mean, I would that try looks it. Like a grilled PB and J with something blueberry. I can actually eat. But yeah, uh, like some of these, some of these look good, and then there's just stuff like the freaking what was that gross, obnoxious, or like the halo cone. That's just an ice cream cone with cotton candy around it. Yeah, and like gummy bears and stuff sprinkled on top. That looks like something Grace would eat. Yeah, my hands already feel sticky looking at yeah, that. Yeah, dude. Oh, and then there's that lavender lemonade. You know what that is? That is pink lemonade with lavender leaf in it. Lavender is quite popular in the drink world at the moment. It is. This Joey Mary looks kind of good. An iced coffee slushy topped with a skewer of gluten-free baked goods, including a chocolate bite. Honey toffee crunch and almond cookie. You could eat that minus the I almond could, cookie. I could if I wanted it. Yeah. Well, they said it's gluten free, right? 
Well, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Top to the skewer of gluten-free baked goods. Cool. Look at look at the <laughs> look at the yeah. state fair going all gluten-free and giving wanna, me options. You want to go to the Missouri, I, the Minnesota State Fair for lunch? I think we should. In sixty-four days. In sixty-four let's, days. Uh, it's on my there. calendar. <laughs> we're gonna go try. Let's go get foods. a stomach ache. Even if we never really do this, let's just say we're going to. This is not the stuff that you want to be. None of this is gonna look great coming out, and knowing that you're stuck at the state fair. Whenever it does come out, oh gosh, I hate group chats. Can I throw my phone away? Are you getting a lot of group chats? Right yes. Now? What's going on? Are you freaking invited to a birthday party? Maybe? No, it's not even that. It's the uh, little confession. <laughs> There's a group chat for all the the people that I play video games with. Uh huh. And so we'll like post whatever about the video games, whether it's news or we're just talking or trying to get people to play with whatever. And sometimes, sometimes people will post like every single game they're playing. They're like, I'm going to take a picture of this and send it to everybody. Brother, if I'm not playing the game with you, I don't really care about the scoreboard. I'm just being real. I'm sorry. Okay? I'm going to say that this is what you get for being in a gaming group chat. <sighs> I can't stand it. And, you know, every once in a while, if something spectacular happens, I might post, like, once a month maybe, but not every single day, multiple times a day. And then, like, after you post the picture, then it's like, I'm going to post, like, five little, like, sentences. But I'm going to send them all as an individual chat. So all you hear is Okay, I get it. I had to get that off my chest. Why don't you tell me how you really feel, Nathan? Oh, I feel great. Sweating a little bit. You know how whenever you get like a lot of caffeine in your system and you just kind of involuntarily sweat? Uh, I'm know, going through that right about now. You know now. what you remind me of? No. <laughs> okay. Do you remember the movie Over the Hedge? Oh, and yeah. And Hand Me the Squirrel? <laughs> <laughs> it was just like going wild the entire show. And doesn't he drink like espresso or something? Uh, yeah. Because and then they the need world him. stops moving <laughs> yes. for a second. Holy cow, that was hilarious. Is that how you feel right now? <laughs> That's how I feel right now. Four espressos <laughs> in. <laughs> this is Nathan. Gary's in the other room, like really wondering what's going on. Don't worry, Gary. Don't worry. We're fine in here. Okay. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Okay, I always my go-to is is to blame everything on Gary and not a specific Gary, but just a Gary in general. But we have a Gary that's here right outside of the studio. And a couple podcasts ago, I was talking about seeking revenge on Gary, but not like the Gary here, just a Gary in general. And then Gary asked if I was doing okay when <laughs> I left the studio and I was like, yeah, wow, everything's wow, fine. And then I got out to the car and I was like, oh my gosh, I think Gary thinks that we're plotting something <laughs> against him. He just hears us yelling his name and like, <laughs> curse you, Gary. <laughs> He's like, guys, what the freak did I do to you? I've been nothing but nice. No, Nathan's all going all ham like a psycho squirrel in I the studio. Be. Yeah, Gosh. So his name is Hammy. <laughs> Speaking of Hammy, or more or less just psycho squirrels, have you, you saw that story of uh, the guy who had 
uh, essentially an attack squirrel. Oh my gosh, is the, what he the had. meth-fueled squirrel? Yeah, he, <laughs> <laughs> what a sentence. A meth-fueled squirrel <laughs> is literally squirrel. what he I had. I feel so bad for it. Yeah, this, uh, this drug dealer dude um, had fed the squirrel meth, and it was <laughs> in his home. <laughs> Do you have the audio of this? I have... Uh, It'll, it'll probably have an ad, so we can keep talking. Okay. Do I want notifications? This, this, no, I don't want notifications. The officers showed up, and they were going to apprehend this meth-fueled squirrel, and they were warned that the squirrel was there. Oh. Okay, you got it? Yeah, it's a freaking news site, so you know it's going to be terrible quality. He's, like, charging at the gate of the cage. Like he's trying to get to the people on the outside. Oh my god. Oh god. Probably to kill them. Or he's seeking help. Oh my We're word. We're not sure. Ugh. Yeah, but the, the squirrel was, was psycho. I mean, he was just straight up lying everywhere. Like like a squirrel who's been trapped someplace they don't want to be trapped in, you know, but like to another degree. Like imagine, just imagine, uh, for instance, if you were to take a squirrel and put him in a cage and then give him meth. Uh-huh. That's, that's about- That's what's happening. That's about what it is like. Yeah, so this this poor little guy's going through withdrawals, and because there's no rehab for squirrels, you want to know what they did with this little guy? Did they take him to like an AA meeting? or mm -mm. no, M no. M-A? M-M-A? Meth, meth, uh- Anonymous. Keep trying. Uh, the M M double A, Meth Addicts Anonymous. The uh, the M M U S A, Meth Up Squirrels Anonymous. <laughs> Is that where they took? Yes, him? yes. No, actually, they released him into the wild. What? That's not safe. Could you imagine? They go out there and they open that little like cage door. And they just take off running, and the squirrel is standing there, and he's like looking both ways, plotting his <laughs> next move, and he just starts <laughs> bouncing off trees and making his little squeaky clicking noises. Gosh. And could you imagine the other squirrels watching this happen? Like, what oh, the freak is, is happening? Really what is going on with this guy? He's just flying off tree branches, attacking the other squirrels. Here's, I like to imagine that maybe the squirrel has a vendetta out for the guy who has been like feeding him meth and stuff. Uh -huh. And so despite the fact that this guy's like in prison or whatever, the squirrel is like, his life quest now is to find this man and just mess him up. Meth you know? him up. Meth him up. <laughs> and he's like... Like he will not be stopped <laughs> until he's he has a little squirrel backpack, <laughs> <laughs> a little stick with a bag on the end. Like <laughs> I am out for this guy. <laughs> he gets on top of the trees. Gary! You're mine. <laughs> <laughs> the squirrel. This guy better watch out, man. Mickey Polk. Of course, his name is Mickey. You know. That's the guy who fed the squirrel meth. His name is Mickey. <laughs> what if this this squirrel is gonna be like it's gonna be like five years later, the squirrel. He's clean from his meth days, you know, living a regular squirrel life. Maybe he's like hanging outside on a tree limb outside of an open window and there's a kid inside watching Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know? And you just hear 
freaking like goofy or something. Oh, hey, Mickey. <laughs> and the squirrel's like, that name. <laughs> <laughs> it's been five long years. <laughs> he just burst through the window. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> He's standing there with his little backpack on. <laughs> He's like all in the window up. still. He's yeah. been working out. <laughs> You're mine, Mickey. <laughs> you know, I once had a squirrel break into my house in the middle of the night. But this is okay, this this kind of ties together with what's happening with uh, Mickey and his uh tax squirrel here. So we had these drug neighbors that lived across the street from us. Wait, what were their names? I'm not going to say what was it, it wasn't Mickey. Was it Mickey? No. What's this guy's name? Ronnie? Was it Mickey and Ronnie? No, they actually had pretty normal names. We just, we're just going with drug neighbors here. Okay. Because in case somehow <laughs> they get this audio, I don't want them to come after me for talking about them. But let's be real. They know them. who you are. <laughs> calling them. That, well, they're no longer there. They were in prison last I heard, but they <laughs> may be out now. <laughs> anyway, drug neighbors. Right. So we had called the police on them eight, 12, maybe 15 times. So we were feeling like maybe they didn't like us because they knew it was us that was calling the police. All of us neighbors were actually taking turns. We just took 15 of those turns. There was a lot of opportunities to call. So anyway, we're feeling like uh, they may come over and try to kill us, but... You know, we still needed to call the police, and that was the the risk we were willing to take. And so we were kind of on edge a little bit. And my daughter wakes me up in the middle of the night, and she just yells, they're breaking in, they're breaking in. And I wake up a lot quicker than my husband wakes up. So I go rushing out into the hallway, and I look at the front door, expecting somebody's breaking in, and she's screaming. She's screaming, like standing there yelling, they're breaking in! Oh my gosh. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I'm looking at the door and nobody's there. And I'm like, are they coming in the window? And I'm like, just trying to gather my thoughts to figure out who's breaking in and where they're breaking in at. And she's pointing to the kitchen and the lights on in the kitchen. So I, I go in there. This little stinker ate a hole through the wall in my kitchen. Dang. And was crawling through the hole. And like his body wasn't completely out of the hole, but his cute little hands were <laughs> down on the wall and he's looking up at me. He's just as freaked out at this point as I am. But I'm like, okay, if I just start screaming, he might run into the house and start running around the house. And we can't have that because I don't want a squirrel just going psycho in the house and having to try to catch him. And we've got pets. That's not going to go well. So I just start clapping at it. (laughs) I'm like, hey. No, no, not like that. I'm like, hey, no, no. As I'm I'm running at it. teach them. And there's like a book on on the table. So I grab the book and I start running at the squirrel. And I'm like trying to make sure to force him back into the hole. And I'm like holding the book over the hole. Like he went back in the hole. And then I could feel him like pushing against the book. He might have <laughs> called his other squirrel friends or something because there was a lot more strength there than right. I had imagined. So I'm yelling for my husband like to come help me. 
So he runs down to the garage. And this was like a scene from the cartoons. He grabs some boards and some nails. And he comes up and he's like literally nailing the boards over the hole in the wall. Oh my word. And like, like different cross patterns and stuff, just like you would see on a cartoon. So that was our temporary solution. And then we had to call somebody and go in there and get it like all cleaned out. Because apparently they were like building a home in our Dude, wall. like straight Tom and Jerry then. <laughs> yes, <guy>. seriously. <laughs> he's like, no, how would they know? <laughs> when squirrels attack. Yeah, that was a scary night. But it wasn't the drug neighbors. The drug neighbors did eventually get caught. And it was totally like, you know, when you watch in the movies where like the FBI comes in and there's people everywhere and there's like police swinging in on ropes and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. That's basically what happened the day they got caught. Really? Yeah. Like there was like a helicopter. And yeah. Like, and there's like really? police like hiding behind trees and telling everybody to go back in their homes and they broke the door down and we're all watching at the window like, oh, they're going to find some you stuff video place. I would have loved to yeah. watch this. Man. <laughs> it was exciting. You probably could have live streamed it. it. You probably could have made bank. <laughs> We had lots, lots of talks with investigators after that. That was, it was crazy. I'm just glad they're gone. <laughs> you better watch yourself. <laughs> you better watch yourself. Speaking of uh, creatures attacking, did you hear about the ants on the plane? Yes. Holy cow. I've been on a plane once, technically twice in my life. Uh-huh. I cannot imagine being on a plane and seeing just ants. Just everywhere. You want to think the ants are a big deal, like snakes on a plane. That sounds like a big deal. I yo ants. You on can a make plane? a movie out of that. You probably could. It probably wouldn't be that great of a movie, but you could make a movie out of that. Ants on the plane. <laughs> Still freaky though. Okay, so here's what happened. Apparently, there was a bag under the plane that was infested with ants. You know. That happens it sometimes. Happens, you know? It's happened to me. Happened to see the best of us, really. I was telling Nathan about this beforehand. There was a time where I had ants in my backpack. I have a backpack that I take everywhere with me. And I always carry food in it because I never know when I'm going to be someplace that doesn't have food for me. Preparation. Yeah. And sometimes I forget that I have food sitting in there. And then, like, I put my back place in someplace that, you know, could attract ants. One time there was like ants all over in my backpack and like Nathan went to go move my backpack to get in the car and he's like, there's ants on the seat and he like brushes the ants off and then he like goes to pick up my backpack again later and he's like, there's more ants Mm -hmm. and then I realized my backpack was infested with ants. Gross. Did you get a new backpack? Nope. I still the exact same backpack I have right now. Oh, nice. And my backpack is currently full of food but no ants at this time. Antsless. Okay, so... This plane, <laughs> somebody ended up live tweeting their experience with these ants. Oh my gosh. It like goes from like a minor situation to a very serious situation in a short period of time. <laughs> Whoever this person is that was live tweeting it. Oh, they have a, uh, they have a podcast. Her name is uh, Charlotte Burns. Senior editor of In Other Words podcast and newsletter. Hmm. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. So she ends up live tweeting this. Wherever the live tweet in. Oh, okay, Nathan, I've got to find this live tweet. 
because I had it. You did. You and were reading them earlier. I was reading them earlier because I had this live tweet, and then I lost. I don't know how to work Twitter. Oh wait, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go to the like the. Okay, link. got it, got okay, it. Found okay, it? here we go. So, on the plane from Venice to New York, when a large fat ant walks over my pillow, hmm, the ant. I'm telling you, it gets pretty serious from here. Minutes later, another fat little bug hurries over the television screen. No big deal. Two ants on a plane. Then another one on my arm. These are bold. I start to feel itchy. One over here between the seats. I tell the staff. They ask if I can wait until after the plane takes off. We're taxiing. Um, okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no. So what, we're, we're up to four? Four ants at this point? They're just ants, right? No big deal. Meanwhile, I'm reading a good book, so forget about the ants for a minute until another one on the pillow. Okay, this is becoming rapidly less relaxing. The nice lady is talking to me and pouring a drink when she shudders. She sees an ant marching across the top of the seat in front. She calls her senior colleague. This is becoming disruptive. Disruptive. <laughs> Problem is, it's time for the meal service. Would I mind waiting? Um, okay, sure. So the time they decide, okay, we need to do something. We've seen like six ants now. I think we might have a bit of a situation. Let's stop the meal service because that will calm everybody down. All right. So she says, until all of a sudden I mind. I mind very much. Here's another bugger dashing, absolutely tearing it across the armrest. Where's this ant going? To an ant party? An ant union <laughs> meeting about bad travel conditions? <laughs> then the guy seated across from me in the middle aisle has been on ant watch, it turns out. He says he has seen a parade. A parade! A parade of six in the overhead locker in the seat in front Gross. of me. Now it's serious. For one, I finished my book. And now the ant situation is officially a situation. The part of me that, you know, doesn't want to be difficult or cause a fuss is being taken over by the part of me that really doesn't like ants on airplanes. <laughs> I would so be the person that's like, yeah, I don't want to cause a situation. Ooh. I would just be like smashing them one by one. Right. But my husband is the one that would be like completely disturbed by these ants. And he would be like pushing the call button. He'd be like, Hi, we've got a bit of situation over here. We need to take care of these ants. Okay, so me and the middle aisle guy are standing up like we're the ant enforcers while the senior cabin crew guy rocks up armed with a flashlight and a wet cloth. Sure. Aunt Mageddon might be undone with a lemony rag. Why not? <laughs> I like how like they become the experts on this right. whole ant situation. Like they have seen the most ants. They've assessed the situation. They know what's going on here. So they're standing up and they're kind of like informing everybody else about what's going on and why there's a disruption in the middle of the plane and why nobody's eating. So then she says, cabin guy comes back. He's wiped it all down and saw one more in the window. Well, the window. This means the ants are expanding their march. I suspect the lemony, 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 lemony cloth hasn't quite been our Excalibur. Middle aisle guy is on it. Look in the overhead bins, he urges cabin guy. <laughs> cabin guy flashes the light and says, yeah, I can't see anything. I, <laughs> I saw perhaps 
take the bags out. He says, I can't. The guy he owns them is asleep. Okay, now we really have a situation. They need to see what is in the overhead bins, but nobody else can touch the bags except for the person that owns them? I don't think anybody would mind if you were like, Sir, hey, sir, your bags might be infested by ants. Can we check? Real quick. Wake him up, me in the middle guy gently suggests. Guy wakes up, and he's wearing a Spider-Man eye mask, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Because United Airlines has obviously got some merch deal and says, very calmly for a guy who just got woken up about an ant infestation, uh, yes, I saw one earlier. (laughs) Okay, Spider-Man, you should have said something. (laughs) The cabin guy does the flashlight thing again in the overhead locker and says, I can't see anything. Me in the middle aisle guy say, please take the bags out and check beneath. He does. Ants, ants lie beneath. Oh, gosh. The guy in front pulls down his case, which, by the way, isn't zipped shut. As middle aisle guy notes to me in in, an aside... Can you see this like picture? Like these two are like the only two into it. The guy who's like sleeping is like, yeah, whatever. Okay, if you need to fine. remove my my bag, the guy with the lemon like lemony that's really hard to say lemony cloth is like he's just doing his job and he's trying to like satisfy these people. Meanwhile, like aisle guy is like really intense about it, and he's like, "Look at that guy's bag's not even completely zipped. I bet it's full of ants, and I bet he left it unzipped so the ants can just infiltrate the." plane he did it on purpose (laughs) so the guy in front pulls down his case the one that's not zipped and an and ants 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 spill out running in every which direction this is absolutely heebie jeebie goose bumpy get me out gross so we were right that is the bag that was infested with ants freaking got him dude this is where things start to get more inept they open the suitcase on the seat. Why? Why? Ants running everywhere. A guy in front of me is using his hands as little tweezers, picking them off one by one. Cabin guy is using the sterile lemon wipes. <laughs> and that's how they spend the rest of the time until the plane lands. And they <laughs> they oh my gosh. the plane. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and wait till it's in the air. Oh my gosh. Dude. That is an intense plane ride. Should have, uh, right probably there. a short one, you know? If you ever wonder how to make a long <laughs> flight short, just bring ants. A I lot love of ants. How it was the guy sleeping with the Spider-Man mask on that his bag was infested with ants and slightly unzipped. Did he unzip the bag? I bet he or did. Or was it the ants as a team unzipped that the bag? <laughs> I, listen, they may have, you Are know, these those ants. Are these ants meth-fueled? <laughs> <laughs> the squirrel sent them. <laughs> He's gone international. What's this guy's name? Mickey? <laughs> he cannot be stopped. The squirrel. <laughs> he went into the woods and he trained the ants <laughs> to go after Mickey. He was sleeping peacefully on an airplane Gosh. with a Spider-Man mask. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> the freaking ants are just like... Ladies and gentlemen... <laughs> We got him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, Mickey, you can run, but you cannot hide. (laughs) You trained your squirrel too well. (laughs) Did not see that one coming. (laughs) Oh, my my gosh. 
So Nathan, I've had a bit of a situation lately. Yeah? I have a rash. Mm. <clears throat> really? Yeah, and I don't know what it is. Is it caused by ants? Um, it's possible. It could be anything at this point. It's on my upper thigh. A place that's not exposed to the elements. Uh, I have tried to figure out what this could be. It's a pretty nasty rash. It looks kind of like poison ivy. Is it itchy? It is incredibly itchy. Like I'm crawling out of my skin. It's so itchy. It's also bubbly. Oh, oh. Um, it's um thick, and it looks like maybe somebody took a blowtorch to my leg and roasted it, and then blisters formed. Here's the thing. I'm extremely allergic to poison ivy. However, I have not been exposed to poison ivy in any way I can possibly think of. And it being on my upper thigh, where like even if I'm wearing shorts, my shorts are covering that spot. Uh, the it's only not thing, even like it's sunburned or anything. No, the only thing I could think of is maybe my dog got into poison oh, ivy, and, the, and yeah. maybe he jumped up, or maybe he stepped on my clothes that were laying on the floor. Like this is a that stretch. Cross contamination. It is a stretch, but this is all I can figure out that happened. Regardless, you know me. I don't like going to the doctor. Yeah, I know. I don't go to the doctor for anything. Me either. I'm not going to the doctor for this, but I'm definitely going to try some solutions at home. Just WebMD. So I started with like some cortisone cream, Mm -hmm. and then I was like, okay, we need to get some Benadryl. I need some Benadryl. So my husband grabbed a bottle of like children's Benadryl. This was on Sunday night. So it said for, for up to ages 11... And then it gave the dosage. So I was like, age is 11. How about if I double that and then I just take a couple of swigs after that for good measure? You know, what can it hurt taking a lot of Benadryl? Duh. It's probably fine. In the movie Hitch, Will Smith, he had a straw. He was just drinking the Benadryl when he had an allergic reaction. So I thought, it's harmless. Right. I took a lot of Benadryl. So I wake up Monday morning. When did you, and you took the Benadryl on Saturday? On Sunday night. You slept a whole day? No, I took it on Sunday night. No, I, I took it on Sunday night before Continue. I went to bed. It was probably like 12, 15. I just thought it'd be funny if you like took a bunch of Benadryl and was like, well, it could be the worst thing that happens. And, and like, I missed an entire day. Yeah. Basically that did happen, but I was still awake for it. Right. So I wake up Monday morning around 8.30, feeling really tired still. Like, I, I just can't wake up. I feel like I'm wearing a weighted suit, and I'm trying mm. to move through my day. Depression. <laughs> Brought on by Benadryl, apparently. Right. right. And so I'm trying to, like, function, and I'm like, okay, nothing's really wrong. But I feel like crying, and I just want to curl up and go back to bed. Like, I just kept imagining crawling into my bed and going back to sleep. And that's all I could think of. But Same. but I had to go to work. <laughs> and so, and my daughter was leaving for camp. So I went to see her off to camp and 
I'm like literally sitting on the ground waving to the bus goodbye. Like I have no energy at all. <laughs> like to imagine you're like sitting out in the yard like, see you guys. That's basically what was happening. So I go to work and I open up my backpack and I think my headphones aren't there. And remember how you like freaked out when you couldn't find your headphones yeah, last week? Yeah, it's a big yeah. deal. And I was like, mm -mm, nope, that's it. I'm going home. <laughs> I'm going home. If my headphones aren't here, I just can't even do this today. Like it was... It's like small things like that. I was looking for anything to send me home to go back to bed. But my headphones were there. I found them. They were just in the wrong compartment. Anyway, everybody knew something was wrong with me that day. Also, Benadryl did not help the itching at all. I was still really, really itchy. And the rash is spreading. Like oh. it started off like a thin line. And now it's pretty thick. Also, the skin is pretty thick from being swollen as well. However, I found some stuff that I had when I had a bad case of poison ivy once that like takes the, it's like maximum itch relief. Whoa. And that has made it completely tolerable. So I'm like, it may look disgusting and I may lose a leg from this, mm -hmm. but if it's not bothering me anymore, I can deal with it. So that's basically where we're at. Also, I won't take Benadryl again because that was a horrible experience. I basically had a Benadryl hangover. Could not function all day. And so I'm on the Jonathan Weir show in the evenings. Could not speak. <laughs> I'm a news reporter and a co-host. Could not speak. <laughs> I was tripping over like every other word. I feel like you don't realize how many times in your life like you go through a day not being able to speak until you speak for a living. Oh, god. And gosh. then suddenly it's the worst thing that happens. And it happens more often than you think. Yeah. You know? You know, I record a couple things before I even go on air at night. And I usually use that as a tester. Like, this is how my night's going to go. And, like, when I'm recording those, if I have to record it, like, ten times to get it right, I'm like, oh, this is going to be one of those nights, huh? <laughs> and that was oh, one I of see. those nights. Like I, I had the most simplest script I was recording and could not speak. I just kept having to redo it and redo it. And like I was loudly yelling about it in the studio. Like when Bill Grady, he's another news reporter, um, classic deep news reporting. Yeah. When he gets upset because he can't record something, everybody knows it. And I'm like, geez, Bill, it's okay. You know, we all make mistakes. Everybody has those days. I had that day on Monday and I was like, why? What is happening? <laughs> what is wrong with me? Which is exactly how Bill Grady sounds also. Yeah. That, uh, believe it or not, you he never goes from, know. From a really deep voice to, what is going on? <laughs> That's why everybody in the building knows. Actually, everybody kind of like runs to his desk because they just want to witness Bill Grady with a high-pitched voice. Yeah, I took a picture of my rash, though. Do you want to see what it looks like? Not, yeah, no, not really. You want to see like- Kind of, I want to see the bubbling. The bubbles, they're like little tiny bubbles. Ooh, eh, that's not good, dude. So like, like a burn, right? You need- to go to the doctor, probably. Or maybe just go to uh, the walk-in clinic. Here, I blew it up really big. You want to see the bubbles when they're, like, expanded? Ew, dude. Ugh, They're gosh. not oozing. Rebecca, you need help. They're not oozing. Okay. Okay. We need... We need Definitely inflamed, though. We need to change subjects here.
And now it's time for another Encourage Grant. Encourage Grant. From John Hewlett. The mountaintop is the reward for all your hard work in the trenches. John Hewlett. At John Hewlett. It's true, guys. Aim for the mountaintop, you know? That's the goal. That's the encouragement I needed today. You just got to keep your eyes on the mountain. The it's mountaintop? A, the mountaintop. And, you know, it's a little bit hard because we're in Kansas. I get it. But uh, that's that's just what you got to do. But I know all about those trenches. <laughs> you got to work. What was it? You have to work hard in the trenches. Can, the, we, can uh, we play that again? Uh, yeah, I suppose. And now it's time for another Encourage Grant. Encourage Grant. Encourage Grant. From John Hewlett. The mountaintop is the reward for all your hard work in the trenches. John Hewlett. At John Hewlett. The mountaintop is the reward. So you work real hard in Kansas, then you'll be able to afford living in Colorado. I think that's probably... I don't want to live in Colorado, though. It doesn't matter, really Rebecca. Cold. That's just how it works. It was really cool. That's just how it works. No, I think there's mountains in California. Uh, That's true. Ooh, we went to Albuquerque. And there was mountains in Albuquerque. Work hard in Kansas and you get a move to uh, Albuquerque. There's also a lot of crime in Albuquerque, though. That's, there's a lot of crime in Kansas. Oh, Just but different it kinds seemed of crime. like there was a lot more crime in Albuquerque. <laughs> there's a lot of crime in Albuquerque. That's really yeah. Just don't get too attached to your car. But the food was great. Oh, my gosh. And the, and the sunsets? So much. Amazing. Ugh. Amazing. Amazing Loved sunsets. visiting Albuquerque. We should go again sometime. We should go again sometime for the food and the For the food, yeah, because we're not going to go for, you know, the morning invasion because yeah, it doesn't anymore. exist anymore. It's not there anymore. Yeah. Our ah. favorite morning show is gone. It's true. I Is it weird? Uh, so a little bit of backstory. Rebecca and I, like, our inspiration was this morning show in Albuquerque called The Morning Invasion. Well, it's done. It's over. One of the guys retired, and the other one uh, was fired, actually. Yeah, gone. <clears throat> um, and so it doesn't exist anymore. But that was like Rebecca and I's like, like what they were doing. That's what Rebecca and I really wanted to like do. Like they were doing it. They yeah. were doing it. And that's what we want to do. Um, I don't know where no, I was going. Oh, anymore. here's what I was. You know, so they have like a fan page, like where all the fans of the show. It's called um, the Starmy. The Starmy page. Because uh-huh. Star 88 was the station. And so their Starmies are what they called the, the, the fans, listeners, yeah. the fans. And so they have a Facebook group where they all still like go and kind of congregate. Is it weird that I... I contemplated going on there and being like hey guys by the way the morning invasion might be over but the next best thing the nathan and (laughs) podcast i think you have to be invited to the page in order to post that well you've been invited so and you haven't i have not why haven't you been invited i am ignored dex invited me and he didn't invite you dex doesn't know i exist i literally <laughs> sat in on his show and they don't know i exist well that's because you didn't talk when we I went out to lunch with forgettable, them i am just that forgettable i guess i talked on air but not like we went out to lunch with them and we talked a lot i, I talked was a lot just i had you a lot that i was process. processing <laughs> they've got to understand that Whatever. Well, you got to understand that's why you didn't get invited to the Star Me page. That's not why I didn't get invited. <laughs> you just did the arms like, like what are those uh, balloon things that are outside of gas stations the big that inflatable, blow in the wind? Yeah, you just inflatable. did like the inflatable arms thing. It's because I have all this caffeine pulsating <laughs> through my body that I'm still trying to get rid of. <laughs> okay, that's it. We're running out of time. That is uh, episode 21 of the Nathan and Bex podcast in the bag. Dunzo. So uh, I'm going to go celebrate by taking a big old dump. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wow. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for putting up with us for this hour. Stay tuned because uh, next Wednesday we'll be here for another hour. My name's Nathan. I'm Bex. We out. <laughs> Kaboom.